Welcome to the Brick House Podcast. I'm Adrian Pissarro, joined with Joseph Brennan. On this episode of the Brick House Podcast, we are joined by Lily Mayo, a Brooklyn-based musician. In the interview, Joe and I talked about her new single, Life in New York, and the other Brick House shenanigans. Let's kick it. Welcome back to the Brick House Podcast. I'm Andrew Pissarro, alongside my favorite musical savant, Mr. Joseph. <laughs> oh, just Joseph today? No, no. Yeah, ju- I'm just Joseph today, sitting here in the uh, recording studio in Queens, New York. It's a beautiful day. Beautiful day. I did not have to take the subway today. Very thankful. Speaking of the subway, we, we, we teased the subway because we've got our girl Lily Mayo coming up on the next part of the podcast. One of the best interviews Actually, you know what? The best interview we've ever done on the podcast. I've never had more fun doing an interview than we did with this interview. I'm sorry to our other guests, but uh, you know what? Lily brought it really, really hard. We had a lot of fun with this one, lots of laughs. And we bring up the subway because she has a track called Seasick on the Subway. And we also talk about shenanigans that occur on the subway. But let's kick it off. Some of our favorite and not so favorite things about the New York City subway system. Number one, rats. Could be worse. Could be alligators. We're not in Florida. I could deal with a rat once in a while. I definitely, I definitely would have heard about alligators getting on the subway in in Florida. I think that's alligators. The number one reason they don't have subways in Florida. Here to here first. I hate the guys who swing on the poles on on the subway and like do like the push ups and shit. And it's like, look, bro, I get it. You're in shape, but like, I'm trying to listen to this podcast while I go into the city to either go to work or go shopping. I'm not trying to see you just hanging from things, almost running into people. Those like I, I can't stand those people. Those people are the worst. And they also their music's so loud. I love the guys, the kids that have candy and they're trying to sell you one dollar Reese's pieces. My mother always said, never take candy from a stranger, but it's different when a kid's giving you candy. For me, it's usually not the candy that they're selling. It's the, like the little gummy packs of like the Welch's gummy fruit snacks. That that shit's gas. I, I'm big. I'm a big believer in those. I almost never have cash to give those kids, so I do feel bad because they're like trying to raise money for like their basketball team so that they can afford time in the gym. And I, I don't, I don't help out. It's, it's not my, it's not my uh, best uh, quality of my treat. Um, I will say, shout out the L train getting fixed in uh, middle of of COVID. That's not a problem anymore. And um, the subways are are starting to get crowded again, which is one thing I'm definitely not looking forward to. Being like packed into the train like a can of sardines is one of like the things that I don't miss at all. Having the whole subway car to yourself, very ideal. Well, you could always take the bus. I'd rather walk. Yeah, I I agree. I think there's a place in hell for the New York City bus system. As a matter of fact, I think the last stop on the New York City bus is hell. The next bus. <laughs> Two bikini bottom. Oh, why didn't you say so? Next bus leaves in five seconds. That makes sense. So hell is real. It's at the end of the MTA. And no, I hate taking the bus. I took the bus home every day from high school. And you're saying, oh, look, Andrew just took a yellow bus. No, no, no. I took the, the f- metro bus in D.C. home every day, which should have been like a 30-minute ride. Turned out to be, at a minimum, like 45 minutes every day. Two buses home from high school. I I've done that. I'm I'm done with that point in my life. I never want to take the bus anymore. Like when when the subway is out and they're like, oh, we're gonna just put you on a bus that it's gonna replace the three stops um on the New York subway. I genuinely just like I find a different subway to take that day, like an entirely different route, just because I'm not gonna be inconvenienced by your stupid buses. They're the worst. Train any day, all day. The air conditioning's better. The heating's better. 
I don't understand why people like taking the bus. And lastly, shout out to the Seven Train Mariachi Band. I love your cover of Mrs. Robinson by Paul Simon. I didn't. That's that. Okay. To be honest, I'd be very down for that. Shout out Mariachi Bands because you know what record I pulled out last night for the first time in a long time? Mariachi El Bronx? No, definitely not. They actually, the lead singer of this band has a new record coming out with his original band, but I pulled out the Arcs Yours Dreamily, which when I saw them, they opened with a mariachi band, and now the Black Keys are going to have a new record coming out in the middle of May. I love the new single. It's very blues-oriented. It sounds like Black Keys are going back to their roots, so that excites me. Well, it, it's a cover album. It's all old blues covers that they're doing. Um, here, here, Joe. Here's my arm. Inject it right in there. That's okay. Like, I literally... That is literally... Oh, the Black Keys are just going to do a blues record? Sign me the f*** up. Where, like, where do I put my name down? Just, just again, here's my arm. Just hook it, hook it right in there. Just hook it to my veins! Before we get to Lily, I just did a quick search on Spotify. Some train-related songs to throw out after you listen to... Seasick on the Subway. Seasick on the Subway. Train in Vain by The Clash. American Band by Grand Funk Railroad. Or any track, most tracks by Grand Funk Railroad. Love Train. Take the A-Train by Duke Ellington. From which will always make me think of Coors Light. Love Train will always make me think of that Coors Light commercial. I, the, the Silver Burlet ones, probably one of the best pure commercials of all time. Crazy Train by Ozzy, even though it's like the most overplayed song in the history of rock and roll. And then Joe and I just found this track. It's called Gravy Train by Young Gravy. It's a remix of uh, Maxine Nightingale right back where we started from. And the beat's amazing. The rapping, maybe not so much, but the beat's insane. Uh, it will get the people going. Are there any songs on there about running a train? I didn't look for that. that. That's all you and the Phoenix Suns. But that being said, let's kick it out to our girl, Lily Mayo. Welcome back to the Brick House podcast. We've got a very special guest. Another interview. We're just killing him. Joe and I literally didn't have guests on this podcast. Then one day we woke up and said, hey, let's have guests on this podcast. Now we're recording our third interview in one week. But welcome back to the Brick House podcast. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Pod. At Andrew Pissarro, at ba da 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 for the one and only Joseph Brennan. And Joseph, this is uh, your close personal friend, so I will let you do the introductions. Today we have a very special podcast, Miss Lily Mao, the Brooklyn-based rock star, if you will, straight out of Scranton, Pennsylvania, is joining us today on the Brick House podcast. Lily, welcome. Thank you for having me. And it's Mayo, Joe. You never knew that? It's Mayo, like the condiment. Lily Mayo. You got me. <laughs> Yeah. Joe and pronunciation. Not doing my job. Joe my, and pronunciation. My close friends. A, uh, Long Island accent coming out. That's, <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Tell your friends. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm happy to be here. I'm more of a mustard guy me. myself, actually. But I feel you. Yeah. Pretty partial to ketchup. Actually, I like honey mustard a lot if I had to pick a condiment. That's if we'll start the fun questions now. If you were going to describe yourself as a condiment, which one would you choose and why? So easy. Even though my name is Lily Mayo, hot sauce, 1000%. <laughs> I've won three wing challenges. I beat the Buffalo wing challenge when they you're in there and they're like, you have 10 minutes to eat these wings. Everyone look at this person. Did it. Done. Love it. I will really like spicy food. So that's close is Andrew's favorite food group. Wrong, sir. Wrong. And by favorite, he means least favorite because it destroys (laughs) me internally. Oh, I'm so sorry. I don't know why it does not have that effect on me. Yeah, I just have a sense. I have a sensitive stomach. It's not yeah. It's not my favorite thing about myself, but it's Aww, okay. So Lily, nice. we usually like start sensitive. this podcast off with top of the queue. It's the first segment. Um, okay. It's what we're listening to. So Lily, what are you listening to? What's on your eight track player right now? What you're repping on the vinyl? Right now, what I have on my vinyl is 
St. Vincent's title, St. Vincent, that's my favorite. So I'm listening to the new St. Vincent, Daddy's Home, which I like. I just love them more. It's cool. It's cool as fuck. I'm not hating. I love, I'm supporting Annie. That's what I'm listening to right now. It's on my queue. But I love classic fucking crazy guitar, Annie Clark, St. Vincent. So I always play that. I like that like each album is also like, it's still Annie Clark. It's still St. Vincent, but like you could tell like. Ever evolving. Yeah. Love that. I'm not trying to stop her. I'm like, this is just my favorite era so far, but love it so far. I just watched your SNL performance. I thought it was pretty cool. So yeah, that's on the top of Joe, my Joe, what are you Yo. listening to? Today, I listened to Lily Mayo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Me too. <laughs> I've been Hell listening yeah. to Home Is Where, this band that we interviewed on one of the previous podcasts. Cool. Uh, really cool Florida, like emo rock. And I listened Love to it. a lot of Bob Dylan because his face or Instagram handle is, I wonder what Bob Dylan smells like. So I was curious. So I, I did a dive into Bob Dylan and I, I still can't imagine what Bob Dylan smells like. Wait, that's Bob Dylan's Instagram handle or that's someone else's Instagram that's handle? That's Home Is Where's Instagram handle. Oh my, okay. I was going to say, I was like, wait, are you telling me that Bob Dylan's Instagram handle is? I wouldn't is? put it past him. <laughs> I know. I like, don't think oh. Bob Dylan's that cool on the internet though. Like, he's yeah. definitely not. That's why I was like, oh, like, is he starting a new Instagram account and that's his handle? Because that's, that's hilarious. Andrew, what are you oh. listening to? Uh, well, Kurt Cobain died today, 27 years ago, so I haven't listened to it yet, but uh, I always pull out the Unplugged album that I have on vinyl, so I will listen to that later. I was listening to the Live at Reading before Joe called me for our pre-podcast FaceTime. He called me right at the same time when Lithium, when uh, the crowd was about to start singing along, and it was very um, it was very anticlimactic. It really, it really screwed up my flow, but... That's Nirvana today is the answer. Also, Cleden's Curwater Revival, but mainly Nirvana. I just watched Montage of Hack the other day just to be sad. Yeah, I'm a really big Nirvana fan, so that's cool. <laughs> Me too. They were Actually, the first band that like, I was really in love with. Yeah, right? I um, So I just got a new job. I'm a nanny. And I was talking to the guy, and I was talking to him about butthole surfers. And he's like, oh, yeah, he lives next door. The lead singer. He's like, I'll introduce that's- you sometime. I'm like... Okay. <laughs> we need you to become a brick house correspondent and Absolutely. like get him on the spot. Just pull out your camera, like 100%. start filming yourself and just ask him a bunch of asinine questions. Oh my God. Yeah. Ask you. I mean, have you so, ever seen just the song titles of butthole surfers? They're insane. Yeah. I love them. <laughs> they're, they're great. I, I, they have that one song. Pepper, I think is like the only song, it's, I can uh-huh. remember, but it's a very good track. Dana was a, uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. 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 <laughs> Um, yeah, so that was cool. All right. Well, you're in Brooklyn. So let's ask the most important Brooklyn question. How do you like your pizza? So as you two both know, I'm from Scranton. So my daddy lives in Old Forge. I am an Old Forge pizza girl. So New York pizza doesn't really, really do it for me, even though anything with cheese. I just ate a Hot Pocket today. So, I mean, I'm disgusting. Uh, I could eat anything with cheese and pepperoni on it. <laughs> um, but I would just do a round, thick old slice. I don't know. I just like a dollar slice. I don't have like a specific spot. I just want really glad you didn't say pineapple. Yeah. If you said pineapple, we'd have to end immediately. (laughs) I do have friends that like pineapple. So I will stick up for the pineapple side. Like if my friends are like, do you like pineapple? I don't not like it. I'm like, yeah, it's not my first choice. But if you're if you're fucking with pineapple, I'll do it for you. Because not a lot of other people are like, yes, get the pineapple. I love pineapple. I I love pizza. I just don't need the two of them together. I feel mm-hmm. that. I don't know. For to me, it is like a, a nice little, a nice little thing in my mouth. It's nice <laughs> that you're happens. supportive, though. 
<laughs> yeah, it's not bad, but pref- preferably meat. <laughs> preferably meat on my pizza. Good answer. Yeah. <laughs> How would you describe yourself and your music in seven words or less? God, okay. Let me think. My poems that I play guitar with. At seven, at least it's un- yeah. under seven. It's definitely oh, under, under seven. seven. I didn't hear that part. I'm no, 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 no. You, seven you, or less. You're good. Seven oh, or less. okay. Yeah. She did it okay. in under seven. That's what we like. That's an overachiever right there. Thank you. I'm a very gross though. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I, I'm a cancer, but I, I know that just means that I'm sensitive. So that's really all I got. Oh, that's why your stomach is sensitive. You're cancer. <laughs> <laughs> makes sense. Everything makes uh, sense. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was listening, like, as both Joe and I mentioned, we were listening to your music today. I was listening to uh, your single from last year, Fuck It, which reminded me a lot of the kooks. Um, so specifically mid two thousands indie artists, who would you say you really like? Not that necessarily influence you, but like indie artists from the mid two thousands that you like. I mean, first thing that pops in my mind is the strokes. Um, then who else would it be? There's this artist, Lady Lamb. Do y'all know Lady Lamb? She's still like around, but okay. She's like from Maine, but okay. Anyway, so the strokes, Lady Lamb. Who else? I'm kind of having a little bit of a inspires a me. Yeah. I did eat an edible about two hours ago. So <laughs> it's just expanding um, the mind. Of course. Yeah. It's just expanding We're the gonna mind. We're going to insert cheese um, pizza in there. Yeah. Who else do I like? I don't know because 90s is primarily my like my shit. So I'm just like struggling. All right. You can you please give me the 90s because the 90s is also my shit. So go ahead with the 90s, please. Okay. Amazing. Well, we already discussed Nirvana, but um, I also really love um, who's that band that I've been listening to? They sing Flagpole Sida. <laughs> you know that song? Uh, Harvey Danger. Yeah. I've been listening to Harvey Danger lately. I dig them. REM. I love REM. Oh my God. You too? I know that's kind of like i love you people too. hate on that i know me too i, don't, you I too? mean i understand yeah you too yeah you do i saw them live and i was my dad got me tickets and i was like oh we gotta see bono and i'm like you know because i was in the hype train of hating you too right yeah and i was blown away i was like these guys are so fucking good why do people hate them you know i know people are yeah. idiots joe also people feel personally violated when you two decided to put that album on your iphone without consenting which is just very like very it weird so kind <laughs> Yeah, but like it's one thing to like say, hey, do you want this free album? And you say yes and you download it. But when you just wake up and it's like, hey, here's this album that we just decided to put on your phone and they make the decision for you. That's weird. That's where you're, I mean, like, they obviously I- thought it was going to be awesome. Like they were like, you're going to be the first artist to do this. It's going to be a thing. And then like it happened. Everyone was like, fuck this. Well, if the album was good, people wouldn't have been upset. Also true. If they had put Joshua Tree on my phone without me asking, I would have been ecstatic. But they did not put Joshua Tree. So I feel that. I feel that. But I would do you? feel it. It's like the first song that you plug in your iPod. It's called like California. <laughs> California. It's literally the song because <laughs> I it plays all the time in my car. That downloaded YouTube album. I like it. I don't know. Would you would you do that with your music if you had the ability to like download to like for like you signed a deal with Apple Music or Spotify mm-hmm. and it just automatically downloaded one track or one album of yours? To everyone in America's phone, would you do that? Would you take on that responsibility? I mean, if I signed to them, they would have my soul already, right? So I would that's, have to. That's but, <laughs> but I mean, fuck it. I would do it. I would download right. fuck it on everyone. I'd just be like, fuck it. 
fuck it. Well, I, I, don't had, your I had a fun time listening to fuck it. So I, I, Thank see, you. I had a more fun time listening to that than the U2 album that they Thank you. see this. This I feel like would have made more news, would have made more positive headlines. So right, give Lily Mayo their day. Exactly. Cool. While we're on the topic of Spotify and iTunes, stay with me. Vinyls, cassettes, then eight tracks, then compact discs, then MP3s, then streaming. Lily, where do you think the future of music is heading? Well, it's trending that people like the physical form more, right? Like, I think vinyl sold more than CDs and now cassettes, too, are going up. And just that sound is different, too. You know, like a vinyl sounds different than a car, than a coming out of an amp. I don't know. I definitely like vinyls. Uh, the band and I did um, a least of all session where we got these direct to tape vinyls. That was fucking sick. So I have a bunch of those, actually. Lily, Lily and Mayo on vinyl. Um, Where can we purchase those? Yeah. Send me a DM. L underscore M-A-L. I'll mail it to you with a bunch of stickers and cute shit. But yeah, so each take is like a different take, a custom. So we played Fuck It like 8,000 times to get each different vinyl. I don't know. That was cool. But now definitely... Like your Instagram so our listeners can... Oh, yes. Follow please follow me um, on Instagram at L underscore M-A-O. It is like laughing my ass off, but my name is Lily Mayo. And you can go to lilymayo.com as well. We have a Spotify. And to answer, to further answer your question, I, I definitely promote my Spotify a lot, but streaming sucks for artists, like independent artists, especially. We get less than one cent per stream. I think Fuck It has like 45,000 streams and it made like $18. <laughs> like, See, you, you just set me up for my next question, which is perfect. <laughs> supporting the homies is a big thing on this podcast. It's a, I actually stole that from another podcast, but um, supporting the homies is uh, a big thing that we preach, whether it's trying to get our friends and listeners to share this podcast on your Spotify story so that other people can find it. Please do that. That was not I me will. trying to be mean. Not you. I meant the people listening to this but future. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what is the best way for someone who, let's say they throw on one of your singles or an album and they like it. What is the best way to directly support you? Is it like come to a show? Is it buy vinyl on iTunes or on your Instagram? Mm -hmm. Is it like, what is, what is the best? Like, as you said, like Spotify hasn't paid out well enough yet. What is mm -hmm. the best way to support you for anyone who finds you either from this interview or from other stuff? How, what would Word. you say? I don't know. I guess just, just listen to the songs. And if you like them, just send it to your, your friend or your grandma or your cousin. And just get the ball rolling like a rolling okay. stone bob dylan uh sorry edible <laughs> but yeah um definitely just like pass it around i don't know i don't want to like be like send me money like that doesn't seem fun like i'd be like i don't want to fucking listen to that person's music they're asking me to sound like but if you really want to support me just shout me out it's lily mayo i don't know yeah, but we're doing like more live streams of Band and I, and we're coming out with a new song. We've been in the studio and hopefully um, we'll play live again soon. That was like really our thing, our live band. So that's why we didn't like release songs in a long time because we just fucking love playing. Our March of 2020 was so stacked up with six shows and it was like, boom, done. So I'm double vaxxed. So if you guys... If you want me to play on your roof or whatever, hit me up. That's how you could support me, actually. Let me just play on your roof or your basement uh, let me... or some shit. <laughs> we I we could do my roof, but I definitely might know some roofs. So we Hell that yeah. would that would I would say that that's probably a big thing that Brickhouse would love to do is to like organize some concerts, mainly so that Joe's band could also play. I'm yeah, DJ too. 
Yeah, <laughs> let, me, yeah. let me let me just you know talk to all my friends in Bushwick and see if whose roof we could throw. Yeah, thank party you. On. I have yeah. equipment and shit too. It's like hell yeah. Help. I want the cops to get called just so that it reminisces on the time that I got the cops called at my house in college all the time. So, like mm, you know, those were fun know? days, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, we, I'll we, wear the gorilla costume. This time. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, were you a, in a gorilla costume? No, my roommate was at the time when the cops raided our house, and like my roommate walked out <laughs> in a gorilla costume. It's like a, it's a, it's a, it's a story for a different. Oh my podcast, god! But yeah. It was a real it's moment. Like a furry party gone wrong. Uh, yeah, you could definitely <laughs> see. Maybe I don't know what was going on in his room. So, uh, but Amazing. yeah, Lily, do you want to tell us a little bit about the band, the Resonators? Hell yeah! So, my amazing band. What would I be without them? Nate Jazensky. I met him on a roof at a roof show. Um, he plays in another band, Golden Alphabet Two. You should check them out. They're great. Um, but Nate is our producer and second guitarist. He's dope as fuck. Um, so we go to Greenpoint Recording Studio. And so Nate's the hookup, like, thank God for Nate. And he's an awesomely talented guitarist. And then Gabby Borges, who met through Underground Microphone, who I also met Joe through pretty much. Um, she, I literally forced Gabby to move to New York. I made her live with me in Bushwick and was like, you're living with me. <laughs> and I remember seeing her at, what was it like the Rose Festival at Nailog Park? It was like oh, a day burning roses, Amberie. She was so, so good. She's the shit. She's the female Bob Dylan. I love Gabby. She covered so, Bob Dylan. She did Maggie's Farm. Yep. Love her. Now she's in Crown Heights with some Scranton folks and other people. And she's doing her own thing in the Gabby Borges band, but she's drumming for uh, Lily Mae on the Resonators. I don't know if you've ever heard Gabby drum, Joe, but she's the shit. Because she's also a singer, guitar player. But she was like, uh, did marching band in high school. I mean, if you listen to Seasick on the Subway... You hear those drums, the drums oh my on God. that are like like fucking breaking through a window. I know. Like Gabby's like, should I tone it down? Way. I'm like, no. <laughs> never tone I'm it like, down. Never. <laughs> never tone it down. So good. Wait till you guys hear the next song. It's called Chewed Food. Again, Gabby slays. We all do. We're uh, Lily May on the Resonator. <laughs> Joe, I'm gonna steal okay. one of your questions, but uh, we are loving the the new track. Did you write it on the subway? Is that where that comes from? I did. Or, okay. I did. So when I was living in Bushwick, I lived in Bushwick for two years, different apartments. But my first apartment was like near the Broadway Myrtle JMZ. But I would walk my ass down to the Morgan L. Yeah, that's literally that. I Myrtle Broadway is my is my subway stop. Please. Don't, yeah. Please don't find me and kill me. But TK's Deli right yeah. over there is my favorite bodega. Oh, my God. Yeah. Slaps. I would go there all um, the time, too. But I would go to the market. So when I first moved to New York, I was just busking in the subway. Um, so I was broke. <laughs> like I just had like one dollar bills it was like insane so I f- eventually had to get a job because I needed money like I was trying to go on dates and shit and I'm like I can't take girls out with one dollar bills like I'm a psychopath <laughs> um, so I got like a job at a bakery in Chelsea but I would take the Morgan L but I was so broke for so long that I would just hop it every day hop 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 because there's no I mean hopefully the feds aren't listening but uh, there's no like security person there or whatever there's no so yeah this would happen save so much money and i thought that's kind of i don't know that was my scene and that's definitely i wrote it like over the course of a week hopping the subway and taking it to work yeah that's badass thank you yeah very very punk rock of you thank you i'm pretty good at it i'm quick 
Yeah, I, I've yeah. I've seen people do it a lot, and I'm like, that person has more stones than I do. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, the ability to do it in the like where you you push up and you sweep over in one loop. And my problem is, is that like I'm not I'm not gonna say I'm not coordinated, but I would definitely like fuck up part of the motion and that that's that right there is like this is my nightmare like especially if there's people around you who can see you not even necessarily the security guy like just other random new yorkers it's just like i don't i'm just gonna pay the people are just gonna walk right over you yeah 100%. broken nose like, <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep. yeah i mean it's it's new york why well, i would expect nothing less and that's not to say that new yorkers aren't nice that's just you know life but it's just yeah what it is yeah oh my god yeah while we're on the topic of New York, everyone knows bodegas are classic New York staples. Lily, what is your classic go-to bodega order? Okay, so I always get the bacon, egg, and cheese on an everything bagel with jalapenos. And if I'm really, and I don't drink that much, I'm like more of a stoner, but if I'm like hungover, I will get a side of cheese fries. Okay. Yeah. Bodega okay. cheese fries. They're so good horrifically amazing Greasy and oh god i know exactly it's the cure yeah some people drink water <laughs> i drink greasy cheese fries <laughs> it sounds healthy thank you i'm from scranton it's a scranton <laughs> thing <laughs> you wouldn't get it it's a scranton thing <laughs> oh man that's that's a great answer that is a great answer um all right. Well, I'm going to ask you a tougher question here than mm. the Bodega question. Um, not, but equally important. Okay. Um, of a band that is no longer active, that means either like they're retired, a member has deceased, mm. what have you. Uh, you know, people don't speak with each other. Which band that is no longer active do you wish you could open for? Or if you want to like upgrade, which mm. band would you have open for you? I mean, sorry to beat a dead horse, but Nirvana. <laughs> but great answer. Great answer. Yeah, that would be fucking incredible. I would open for Nirvana and just die so happy. Oh my god. Um, but if if I had to choose a different one, I guess it would be. I mean, you can give us an active band too if you want. Oh, amazing! Um, an active band. I would love to. Oh, oh my god! I it wouldn't. It would be like a weird mashup, but I love Stydine. Have you ever seen Stydine Bushwick Band? Oh my god, they're 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 amazing. Okay. Um, I've seen them a bunch of times before the pandemic, but um, they're great. They sing songs about fucking social justice, and they're like true to form, fucking dope people, and they shred. And sometimes they have two drummers. It's sick. You have to you have to look up Stydine. S T U Y E D E Y E D. Okay. Oh my God, they're my favorite like band. Justin, like, used to talk. Yeah, about yeah. Them. He knows of them. Yeah, because mm-hmm. De- Justin definitely knows them. Our little, our little New York connect, Justin Pedro. Shout out, DJ Justin. <laughs> I'm sorry. What were you saying? <laughs> no, you're up. <laughs> Zoinks. <laughs> Next question. So after all this shit's over, after everyone's vaccinated and shit's yeah. back to normal, what band or artist are you most looking forward to seeing? Just kind of like the the Brooklyn scene. I I just love seeing like Shadow, um, Monster, Nihilosaurus. I don't know, just like those people. But if for bigger bands, um, I did have tickets to see St. Vincent and then, the, and then the pandemic happened. That would be really cool to fulfill that. Um, who else? You guys. 
my brain isn't doing so great with like my my the music's part of my brain like the right side of my brain is just like mm. i so just bad. keep thinking i just keep saying madonna in my head i, I think i i think my brain just wants say to madonna. let you guys know that you i love know? madonna oh, be a great show why would you not want to go see madonna, madonna? I, I oh yeah i would love to see madonna my god uh yeah so yeah. madonna yeah I, okay i'll mm-hmm. i want to ask the same question except in a different way so not the same question at all okay um which brooklyn concert venue do you want to attend next and like if you want to give me a big one or and you want to give me like the five to ten dollar show i would take both answers okay amazing so i definitely want to see show at um our wicked lady i think they might be doing stuff again they were closed for a bit but i if i if i'm remembering correctly i think they might be doing shows again soon and also sultan room yeah sultan Sultan room's awesome too they're really close Uh uh-huh Yeah, there's that new artist. Uh, shit, I forget his name. It's like starts with a T, though. Uh, but he's playing there in May. Let me look at it. Uh, oh, oh, shit. He has a new song that just came out. It's called like Cocaine Song in parentheses. I don't know if, if this is ringing a bell. He was on NPR. He's like a Brooklyn singer. But I went to get tickets and they're like all sold out because of the capacity. Like the only tickets that were left was like a table for six. So I was like, shit. So I think that's how it's kind of going to kind of be with like i don't know at least the sultan room where and other restaurants and stuff like that obviously was it toth that you were talking about yes yes thank you so much yep thank you so much yep yeah i dig his song yeah yeah um but he he's open for lady lamb that artist that i mentioned earlier so that's how i discovered him and now he's like blowing up so that's cool we love to see someone blow up we do Right. That's what, we're try- that's what we're trying to do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not literally. <laughs> we love to see someone explode. <laughs> yeah, no, that would fuck me up for life. Some crazy yeah. shit. My coworker was telling me, she's a little older. She okay. was telling me she grew up in Ridgewood. And she said that the bar down the block from her blew up. Like it fucking exploded. Because apparently there was some mafia shit going on. And they just blew up the bar. Joe, Damn. I think you're, like, yeah, you're literally you're literally describing the plot of the movie Goodfellas. I just <laughs> I want I want you to realize that. It happened. They, they blew chick. up a bar. Yeah. 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 He it's bought a pink real. car for his wife and, and they got pissed and they killed him. <laughs> and then they blew it up. <laughs> I'm very, I'm very happy that you caught up onto that reference because uh we say this every episode now, but the four the four um, Mount Rushmore like points of this podcast that we have to talk about at some point in every episode is we have to make reference to title fight from Kingston, Pennsylvania. We have to mm-hmm. make reference to action Bronson. We have to make reference to this hip hop group called Griselda and we have, or, or we have to make reference to Goodfellas. So one of the four of those gets brought up on every episode. So we just checked that box off and it only took us like 20 minutes to get there. So, so thank you very much. Amazing. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for Do you, doing your. Who is the woman duty. in? You, you're welcome, of course. What is her name? Um, she is in Goodfellas, and she's also in The Sopranos as the oh, therapist. Doctor Melfi in The Sopranos. Mm-hmm. Um, hang on, hang on. Uh, we're talking Karen, Lorraine Bracco. <laughs> Lorraine Bracco, baby. She has come into that bakery I worked at in Chelsea, and God, I love her. She's like, she's Shut a cute. Was she nice? Was Can she I nice? Please get a prosciutto. I'm like, <laughs> I. I literally said to her, I was like, I love you <laughs> i couldn't help it I, when i first moved to new york i was the worst like any celebrity that i saw i was i was just like i love you <laughs> is that your most is that your most new york so moment? like lame 
Uh, I, I, okay, so actually, uh, Debbie Harry came into the um, Blondie, the lead singer of Blondie, came into the bakery, and I said, <laughs> I had like an out of body experience. I was like, Debbie Harry, I've been waiting for this day. <laughs> She's like, what the fuck? Um, but she was very cool to me. She like hugged me, and then like she would come in, and I would give her free stuff. I don't work there anymore, so fuck it. <laughs> yeah, she loved me so much, and she would like bang on the glass and say bye and be like, Rock on. I'm like, I love you, Debbie. Pretty yeah. cool. That's, that's actually mm-hmm. really cool. That's that like, was. Mm-hmm. We probably should have asked that question. Like that should have been the first question. But yeah, okay. actually, yeah. If I could, I mean, she's still kicking. She looks good too. She looks damn good. I would definitely fucking open for Blondie. That would be sick. Yeah. While we're on the topic of cuties, so recent polls have shown that Vlad Pudi, mm. the hot boy of Russia, was voted sexiest man in Russia. Somehow, it's uh, definitely not rigged. Prince Willie yeah. the bald, democratic, the number one sexy bald man in England. Mm. Uh, who would you say is the sexiest hot boy in America? As a lesbian, um, I will say Justin Bieber because he's the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so gorgeous! <laughs> I love me some Justine Bieber. Um, no, not even like he's he's definitely a man, but he's just so beautiful. Do you see that new that new music video for that? I get my beaches out in Georgia. Uh, nah, nah. He's like wearing the suit. I'm like, I want that suit. Like, I, I don't know if I want to be Justin Bieber or like be with I wouldn't him mind if Justin he Bieber was a woman. It. Yeah. Oh God, me either. It'd be so silly. Actually, once I was in um was in LA and he he fucking ran past me and he he was being chased by like a a mob of 10 year olds which i remember being like that sucks like you're like a in your 20s and you're running from children like that's that's annoying i've never had to do that in my life <laughs> you know what i mean like he just ran past me and like the second glimpse i was like stunning beautiful beautiful features <laughs> now it'd so, be yeah. different if it was an angry mob of children they kind of were they're like get over here and love me <laughs> he was like fuck he was scared. I saw the look in his eye. It was like a weird blue steel scared, though. So he still looked good. Um, but yeah, Justin Bieber. <laughs> good answer. So good answer. answer. What's your favorite venue to play? And like, what venue are you looking forward to play? Like, if you have anything lined up or, you know, kind of aspirations that were, you know, what's, the, what's the word when you're trying to manifest? What, are you, what, what concert venue are, are we manifesting right now? Yeah. Um, pre-pandemic. The one that I really wanted to play was Knitting Factory and we played and that was dope. So I guess now it would be like Babies All Right. Love Babies. They have mm-hmm. bomb nachos. If anyone listening goes to Babies All Right, you have to get the nachos. <laughs> I don't. Well, I, Babies All Right is not paying me for this. They should be, <laughs> but they are not yet. There you go. I've never had the nachos. Now I know. Now you know. Yeah, that would be a sick venue. Elsewhere space would be sick. Yeah. Any place with a fog machine. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I hate that shit. Um, yeah, that would be cool. Um, Sunnyvale, we had a really dope show at. I really liked playing Sunnyvale. Alphaville. The coolest gig ever was when we played Rough Trade. And that's gone. They're, they're going to have a new location, but I don't think they're going to have a stage, which is very sad. Um, I remember there was nice. one night Andrew and I were possibly very inebriated. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, just the one time. Alphaville. 
And I was like, wait a second, Alphaville. And I was like, today's a Thursday or whatever day it was. I, was like, I think Lily's playing there tonight. And I was like, Andrew, come in here. And you weren't there. It was oh, wrong shit. Night. I think it was like later that week or something. Damn. Yeah, I think we played there in... I forget when we played there. Seems like a lifetime ago, unfortunately. Oh, and another one I like is... Um, even though... Not that it's like the bar's fault. Just the sound guy was kind of bad last time I was there. But Gutter Bar. I like playing Gutter Bar. But uh, yeah, the last time I was there, the microphone was like electrocuting me on the mouth. And then I was like, the, elect- the, the microphone's electrocuting me on the mouth. And then they like put a bag over it. And then I was like waterboarding myself from like, because then I had to like sing to the mic like you couldn't hear me because of the bag. It was this whole thing. I was like, this, this is, is why you got to bring an extra sock. Should we tell them the sock story? If you want. <laughs> it's a good, it's worth story. it. It's just so silly. Let the sock out of the bag. Right. I mean, socks to sock. Um, <laughs> uh, Joe was going to record me playing the song that I just wrote called Omaha. That you can listen to now on Spotify. Um, and he asked me to bring a, an extra sock, which like at that time, too, I, I guess I was like, definitely I wasn't like a noob, but I just did not understand that. Like I was like an extra sock. OK, so instead of just like bringing an extra sock, I like put on an extra sock. <laughs> so I like wore it in my stinky shoes and then uh Joe I like walked over to his apartment and we like I went in his he showed me his stuff and then we went to the basement and then wait this sounds really creepy he showed me his equipment <laughs> and then we went into the shared commune of his apartment building <laughs> semantics everyone <laughs> he showed me his musical equipment <laughs> Then he brought me into the basement. He brought me, dragged me to the basement. I was getting worried. I was he getting worried. The sock. No, I'm kidding. No, but he asked to bring the sock so that it would act as a filter for the microphone for like cracks and stuff. But then like I was going to put a stinky sock on the microphone because I was wearing it. And he's like, I'll just give you one of my socks. I'm sorry. Like if it's stinky. And I was like, well, I'm wearing mine. So it's all good. And it wasn't. It was a fine sock. And we recorded and it was dope. And that really helped me like get the idea of what I like, wanted for Omaha down. So I don't I don't think before that I had really a good recording of it. So thank you, Joe. Do you have Great any fun. other wild tour or recording stories that you can tell us while we got you here? Hmm. Yeah, let me see. We didn't we haven't really gone on like a tour just because like our schedules, we all work a lot, but I mean I would love to go to South by Southwest when that reopens. But the only place we really traveled to was Philly. And we just had a great time in Philly. We went to this place called The Fire. And it was right next to a fire station. So that's why it was called that. But it was also, so have you guys been to Philly? I went to Temple University. So I lived in Philly for a bit. And there's this church that I was telling the band about. And it ended up that the gig was like, literally, we parked outside of this church. It's like the Paul Newman Church, I think it's called. Newman. But literally, the guy... Who like the origin of this church was named after is his body is in like the fucking the the front of the church like rotting in a glass case and there's like gloves that you could like touch him do you know about this it's fucking creepy my dad brought me there once because my dad's like a history nerd my dad literally has a podcast called fans of history my dad Mm. is like such a history nerd and so he took me to this creepy ass museum when I was going to temple and we were like, oh, this is so creepy. And there's like a mask going on. And then I was like telling the band this. And we like, we're right outside of it. 
And so we checked it out and he's Did still there him? dead. He's still there dead. No, there was like a mat. I was like, I'm not going to sit in this hour church just to like fucking touch this deceased body like from hundreds of years ago. Really weird. So we that's yeah, I, I suggest you go visit it and then go. And I don't even it. like touching my own body. Right. Let alone. Mm, right. Who are you? <laughs> Who do you think you are? Making everyone touch you past your death. You will creep. Let's cancel him. <laughs> we have your dad on our podcast. Should we do a podcast? Absolutely. He would love that. Do you know my dad, Joe, from the bog? Yes, we've done shots. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, seriously. My dad is like a, a another a person. Champ. It's great. And the people are like, oh, that's your dad. Because we like drink and shit. He's a young guy. Um, I have a my sister is turning 13 this weekend. Shout out, Gracie. Um, so, yeah, he's funny, but he has such a thick Scranton accent. So it's so funny. He's like, hey, you guys. So today we're going to be talking about, <laughs> I don't know. I just hear it. And then, and then it brings it out in me. Like had I spoken to either one of my parents before this podcast, it would have been, it would have been very Scranton-fied. I don't even know if that's a word, but you know what I'm saying? I would, hey, you, hey, you guys, how you doing? Yeah. Yeah. A couple of two pies. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I'm in, I'm in Park Slope. It's fine. Like, I don't even know. I'm, I'm Meet just me trying to. Line. Exactly. How about, uh, did you hear uh, Levels closed, RIP? Remember uh, I, yeah, Levels? I heard Kildare's closed as well. Yeah, probably. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know. What's happened to our town? <laughs> I'm just kidding. A lot of things. Uh, a lot of things. The bog, though. I need the bog open. Like, Do they still have $1 yinglings? Is that still a thing? It's the buck fifty. Oh, yeah. oh, sorry. Sorry. What Such the a fuck? big yeah. <laughs> I live in my I live in my two dollar two dollar Budweiser heavies over at Carmelo's with the dirty tap line that hasn't been cleaned in this decade. So. Yeah, it's amazing though. Yeah, it makes it. you stronger. It does. It's extra iron in my blood. It's why exactly. I, it's how I haven't gotten COVID yet. It's really what exactly. it is. Exactly. Extra protection. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm double vaxxed, y'all. Shout out, uh, Moderna. How about you guys? Do you have an appointment? I have an appointment, but uh, they're opening up the uh, they're opening up registration for everyone under up 16 and up tomorrow. And I think I found a better way to get a, an appointment. So I'm going to try to get a new appointment and cancel my old one. Amazing. Until May. So, yeah. oh, word. Yeah. Joe, you got anything else before we wrap this up or at least the recording part? Uh, of this? No, I, that's that pretty much covers all the bases. Yeah, I think I've covered all the base. This was awesome. Thank you so much for Thank making you. some time for us. And uh, um, like I said, we'll, we'll we'll put you on the bill for the first ever uh, Brick House Live in concert. I so, love it. I love it yeah. so much. We should be able to actually make that happen this summer. So when you're That'd not be great. too far away. Don't so. forget to no. bring a sock. Yeah, I bring won't. a sock. I yeah. won't. Three yeah. socks. Yeah, we should. We You should start. <laughs> here's here's Here we go. Here's the mind's working, all right? Uh-huh. We should start selling socks for your band because this story is going to blow up and be so funny that it's going to become a cool merch thing. And you're just going to cut Joe and I in at like 3% of profits. And okay. this is this is my new thing. I'm saying on every episode, we have a good idea. Just cut Joe and I in at 3% and we'll 3%. take our one and a half first, one and a half percent to the moon. We're going to have 3% go. of like everything. We're going to be like only Jeff Bezos. one sock, not a pair of socks. Yeah. It's one just individual yes. sock. Just a yes. A Lucy. Sock. I love that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how we get them. Exactly. <laughs> exactly yeah great all right well thank you so much go follow thank her you. on instagram plug your yes. instagram l underscore m-a-o thank you <laughs> all right guys and until next time peace <laughs> <laughs>